You are the Hurley to my Kumar. Am I a millennial? I like wine. It gets me through stressful shit. Fuck adulting. Fuck the haters. Why is this so hard? Life is hard. (laughs) I'm Emma Hurley. And I'm Lux Kumar. And and this this is the the Hurley and Kumar Kumar Podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Hurley and Kumar. We're, we've made it to episode 7, lucky number 7. Um, and today we're going to be bringing in another guest. Um, Yay, guest number 2. We're lucky enough that I have been personally quarantined with her, so she was forced into <laughs> doing this, but we're going to be talking later on about grad school in general I know a lot of you guys are maybe sitting at home right now it's the perfect time to start doing some online classes to prep or if this is something you've been thinking about maybe researching the tests you have to take or starting in on your applications you're sitting at home why not right exactly we're doing nothing but before Um, we get into that Lux how are you I am great. This week has been a lot better than last week. Oh my god, yay! Wait, that's really good. I feel like we're all kind of on the upswing of staying at home, and we've found, like, these super cute niche ways to, like, have some fun with it, now that we have been stuck here for a while. What have you been doing? I also six bottles of wine, so that probably helps. Oh, 100% that helps. I feel like I'm (laughs) running low on my stash, and I had bought so many in the beginning of this so i literally went to the store to buy one bottle of wine and the store like one of the store owners or whoever worked there was like yeah if you buy five you get the sixth one free and of course i was like yeah why not well obviously I'll be socked up. <laughs> one free bottle of wine like are you kidding me that's great promotion i'll do it that is great promotion. so i did it so worth it I mean like it was it'll last you for like a week (laughs) it'll last you a week a bottle a day I know I think two bottles are gone now (laughs) what didn't mean to do that but how about you how's your week been I've been good me and my roommate Jess who will be interviewing later um took our quarantine up to her lake house in New Hampshire so I've had a pretty good weekend of being able to, like, be in a different location. It's nice to just get a change of scenery. There's no one up here right now, which was why we were Uh able to do that. And we brought all of our own groceries. We're being super careful. Um, But the lake is really nice. And, yeah, it's been fun to get out. I know. It's been, like, super shitty up here. In case anyone's not from Massachusetts... It's currently April weather, so that just means rain and very cold temperatures. So it's not great for when you're sitting at home by yourself. Straight up. All day, every day. Yesterday, because I know there was supposed to be snow in Massachusetts. There was snow. Yeah. I cried. My mom texted me a picture. They literally had like four to five inches at their house. Like it accumulated. I, it blew my mind. I, that was the one point in the week I wanted to cry because I fucking hate snow 
It's supposed to start warming up. I'm like, where's this warm weather at? Why are we getting snow? Honestly. What is this craziness? It's practically May. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> They're like, we know you're, the weather's like, we know you're stuck at home, so fucking deal with it. Honestly. And I'm just like, I'm very sad. I guess I it makes you feel better at, like, being stuck at home, though, because it's like, you wouldn't go out in the snow anyway. That's true. I would hunker down. I wouldn't leave my house. You know what I just, like, keep thinking about, though, is all of, like, the outfits that I am now not wearing because I'm at home. Um, did you see me? So, we had a Zoom meeting this week, and I full-on dressed up for that (laughs) shit. I was in a full outfit. Before the meeting even started, I had heels on. Oh, my God. I was all out. Because I was like, it's Saturday night. I have a Zoom meeting. That's basically going out now. So I'm going to dress up. I'm going to put heels on. I'm going to put makeup. I showered. I did my hair. The heels. That's fucking hysterical. (laughs) And then I was asleep by 11. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) No money was spent. It was awesome. I know. Maybe I'll do that the next Zoom meeting that we have. Not heels, because... I mean, I've got to be in my slippers all of the time (laughs) is all I have to say. But I just, like, I am a huge sundress person. Like, when sundress Mm. season comes, I, like, there's no one more excited than me. I own probably at least 50 dresses and just, like, would prefer to wear a dress to work than, like, anything else. And yeah. I don't know, I just feel like it's starting to become sundress weather, but it's like I'm not going to wear a sundress like while I'm fucking sitting in my bed on my laptop working. <laughs> well, that's why you need a porch. Then you can put a sundress on, go take your laptop, and go work outside. So true. Once it gets wet, better, the weather gets better. But I've literally been online shopping so much because I'm preparing to get out of this quarantine with like a whole new wardrobe. Yes. I've gone through all my old clothes and thrown out so much and I'm buying so much now. And I am right behind you, honestly. It's so much better than like not doing anything. So I was like, I'll clean out my closet, buy new clothes, buy in-season clothes, a lot of the shit I have is from early 2000. Oh, shit. So I was like, yeah, I've kept a lot of things. Wait, early 2000? You were like 10. <laughs> okay, not early. Like the teens. <laughs> <laughs> like the shirts still fit. Like, because I got extra larges, so those still fit. Oh, fair. You know, from your, like, the free stuff from school? Yeah, when you were, like, on sports teams, and you exactly. were like, oh, I'll get this sh- sweatshirt as, like, a large, so it'll be massive yeah. on me. And now you're so like, then, well, this is normal. <laughs> yeah, so, like, all that shit from high school, so what, 2009? So that is early 2000 Oh, my God. <laughs> so I've found, like, so many from, like, freshman year of volleyball, where it was, like, hand-painted sweatpants oh. I was like I haven't worn these in years hand but I still have sweatpants? them that sounds oh, yeah. crazy <laughs> yeah they were designed and everything my name on my butt it was great oh my god yeah I had a real sense of style we're not you know? we're not wearing our name on our butt in 2020 <laughs> 
but tracksuits are coming back in, so maybe I will be. Oh, hell yeah. I 100% want, like, velvet pants matching velvet sweatshirts. <laughs> it looks, it is so comfortable. I don't know why people made fun of the 2000s well, and it's for that. just so cute. Like, I, really I mean, is. I, the thing is that I don't want is, like, the flared pants. Those were never mm. cool. Like, I want velvet bottoms, but are, like, joggers. Yeah. I, I got you. Cute. I think they sell them now. They definitely sell them they now. Must. Fashion Nova for sure. Yeah. That's a Fashion Nova thing. <laughs> All right. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, add something to do to your quarantine list. So you got Seriously. time. Seriously. But I've watched so many. Like, my new thing now is docuseries. Ooh. So I've watched so many documentary series. I think I could, like, survive in jail, honestly. Nice. Because I've watched so many. <laughs> But you have to watch um, The Innocence Files. It's so good. Okay. Definitely will look into that. I would give it a 10 out of 10. I just started watching Succession. And I actually really like it. It's really, like, you get invested into it, I think. I heard it was really, really good. And there are, like, two seasons, two full seasons, right? Hell yeah. And the episodes are, like, a full hour, not, like, an hour and then you take out the ads and it's 45 minutes. It's a full-ass hour. HBO is serving us quality content. People should drop their Disney Plus and go to HBO. I mean, like, I have Disney Plus for free, so I'm 100% going to keep that. Mm, Especially, oh my god, just rewatched both of The Princess Diaries this week. (gasps) Can we just talk about how good they were? And the soundtracks are incredible. I love the Princess Diaries. <laughs> oh my god, they were my favorite. They still are my favorite. Some of my favorite movies. Yeah, like Anne Hathaway. Like she was amazing in both of them. Like, and people hate on her. I'm like, no, you've never watched the Princess Diaries. I know. You don't know how good she is. I feel like I used to hate on her mostly just because I felt like she seemed kind of like stuck up, but. Mm-hmm. revisiting these Princess Diaries movies I'm like wow this being her start like good for her she's come so far honestly right like those were, those were my childhood right there maybe I should get Disney Plus just so I can watch them um probably totally now worth I can it get... is it I think I'll so just... I've been also I mean yeah I told you we were on a whole Disney binge there's so much on yeah. there I rewatched all of um the Lizzie McGuire show like obviously the movie is one whole thing that's mm-hmm. just like the best movie that has ever existed but the Lizzie McGuire show is just so pure and like really funny and her little brother Matt is like I just can't believe I hated him, like, way back when. You're like, he's so annoying. And you're like, he's, like, six. <laughs> when I did have Disney+, Plus, I went through all of that So Raven. Oh. And all of the jokes. I'm not... I'm not lying or anything. All of the jokes made me laugh out loud <laughs> still. And I was like, I watched... This is about 14, 13-year-olds, and I'm laughing at this stuff. So the humor, even the humor back then on Disney was so good. Now it's so childish, like I can't watch those. But old Disney, old Nickelodeon, quality jokes, quality TV shows was way better back in back in the day. Their new stuff is trash. They just include a laugh track, and like it's just not funny. Yeah, 
I miss those days. Anyway, should we get into bringing in our guest? Yes. As you guys know, we have Emma's roommate and friend, Joss, here. Uh, Yeah, so we'll bring her in and start talking about grad school and ways to prep for that because you're stuck at home. So why why not not go back to school? (laughs) (laughs) Make something of your life. Right. All right, guys, we are here. We now have our second guest ever. Um, We're lucky enough to have my roommate, Jess. She's one of the smartest people that I know, and we're going to get some insight from her about um, prepping for grad school, if that's something that anyone is thinking of. So my big question, as most people who are close with me know, I'm I was not a school person. So, why grad school? Sure. Um, So, I switched jobs probably like two years ago almost at this point. And when I was looking for jobs and trying to find, you know, things that were more in line with like what I'm interested in and like what I'm trying to do, I feel like I came to the conclusion that like I really needed a master's degree um, to be qualified for those jobs and like be competitive. Um, I think it's also something that like I've known for a long time that I planned on kind of going back to school and getting that degree just to be like more Mm -hmm. you know specialized in like what I want to do and get more training specifically in that I think it depends on your field though I think like I know you work in finance and like I think in finance you can be like really successful and do what you want to do and you don't need to necessarily like get a master's degree but I think in other fields yeah it can be more helpful so yeah I'm not about to go (laughs) This is something, too, you've mentioned that you were thinking about for a few years. What is it that, like, right now made the timing feel right to you? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, in college, you know, I knew I was probably eventually going to go on to grad school, but I think I wasn't really sure what exactly I wanted to study and, like, what I wanted to end up being able to do later. Um, And so, from my perspective, I think it's really helpful if you don't know to spend time working and to, like, Uh you know, I've worked, I'm in my, like, third job probably since graduation now. Um, And I think, like, going back now, studying what I'm planning on studying would be pretty different than, like, if I had gone right out of college. Um, And I think it's also helpful, like, you get the perspective of, like, what jobs are actually like and what it's like to be, like, a working person. I mean, I think going right from college to grad school is, like, I don't know kind of just in school for a very long time and you don't really have that real world perspective. Yeah, there are definitely pros and cons, I feel like, to it that I'm sure adjusting to a schedule of going to school will be something that'll be totally different, but I can definitely understand when people go straight from college to grad school, they just end up becoming, like, those scholar people and they don't work for a while and they continue to try to stay in school we all know someone like that. Right, <laughs> gathering degrees. So. Oh my god. Imagine if I was like that. Oof. I that could never do good. that. I personally I never. was never someone who like adapted well to the college setting of scattered classes and doing work in random times. Um, I definitely am much more fit to maybe a nine to five job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're like, like, I need this set schedule or I will be too distracted. Exactly. That's literally how I am. Exactly. Well, and having weekends fully free is so nice, like, in the working world, just to, like, 
you come home after five and you don't have to do any homework or like on the weekends you can do whatever you want that is definitely a plus yeah but I guess to move forward with things, sometimes you got to make some sacrifices. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm not ready for that. Not yet, at least. Um, okay. I mean, you were saying that your line of work would more maybe require getting a master's degree. Is this something they would cover depending on the job that you're at? Or like, is there ways that you could also go about moving forward in your job without getting a master's yeah I mean I think it depends on like the person and like what they're doing I mean for me right now like my current job is not like something I necessarily want to do for a super long time and so like I don't know in my role at least getting a master's is not gonna like do anything new for me um and I'm pretty sure my company supports like continuing education only if it's like considered relevant to your position um but that being said I feel like my old job like I knew people who worked in my department who would have gotten like paid um or their school partly paid for um and so I think it really depends where you are but I do think that usually when employers do that you have to like sign a contract agreeing that you're going to work there for like two to three years after you get the degree and then if you back out of that you have to pay them back for the school so I think in most cases people only find it worth it if they're working somewhere they definitely want to be for a long time. Otherwise, like, it may not be worth what you have to sacrifice. Yeah, that makes sense. And then you see the difference in finance where they pay for MBAs left and right, which is crazy. Like, there are so many opportunities at so many of the jobs that I've had that you could get your MBA or get any of your CFA testing levels done with them and they pay it fully. It's wild in finance. Like, they really try to push you to get that stuff, even though you don't want it. Mm-hmm. Like, I never want to be a CFA. Like, I know. That's not for me. I bought the books and considered doing the testing just because yeah, I, I were feel to. like <laughs> my job was pushing it on me so much. Yeah. And it's like, you have to think about it. It's like, who is this really benefiting? Like, is this going to benefit me? Or they just want me to do this so they don't have to hire someone new when my when there's, like, another position available when they rather hire with it. And I'm like, I don't want to be stuck in a spot where I'm in the same job just because they ended up paying for shit. Yeah, it's a tough... So then I left. <laughs> but, um, so have you, like started looking at colleges like do you know where you're looking at like what schools you're looking at or is it just up in the air still um yeah well so the application timeline I mean it might be different for different schools um but I started applying in the fall and like everything is kind of due by December and then you Uh get decisions I feel like starting in January up until March, pretty much, is, like, the time. Yeah. And then, obviously, you had to do testing to prepare for all that before you could do applications, or Mm, I'm assuming that came first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's also, like, grad school specific in terms of, like, what you have to take. I took the GRE, Uh um, so I took that, like, right before I applied. Um, Not a pleasant experience. I do think, like, some schools are moving away from it because it's obviously not a great test of your intelligence and for people who are, like, of a lower socioeconomic class, like, you don't have as much access to resources to succeed. Uh 
Um, so I feel like, and with, like, coronavirus, I know at least colleges might be moving away from standardized testing, so I think maybe that's something we could see more of in the future, but, like, for now, I feel like most schools, you're still expected to take it and submit it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering... I'm not standardized. <laughs> I'm wondering how much it would actually hurt you if you didn't do it, just because... I don't know, there is such a stigma on, like, standardized tests nowadays with so many schools that I, like, granted, I'm sure it's easier to kind of, like, if you have the means to, take the test, do it, do as good as you can. But if you don't have the means to, I would say definitely it would be worth it to contact the school and see if that's something that's actually necessary. Well, yeah, I, of all the schools I applied to, there was one that this past year I think like got rid of the requirement um and so like obviously I had taken it and I had to send it to all the other schools but like they won't even accept it um and so I feel like the schools that are moving away from it um at least in this case it was like they're not looking at anybody's which is different than like I know some colleges like back in the day maybe they still do are like SAT optional um and so I feel like that's a different dynamic because you have students who are probably like sending them and then you have other people who aren't and I feel like that creates more of a like oh well why didn't you send it question that's what Bryant was back in the day I think they still are too they're SAT optional or you can write an essay I took the SAT option (laughs) yeah it was just even though I'm really bad at tests well but it's hard for colleges at least because like you have to apply to a few of them typically and so like unless you apply to all SAT optional schools like you're gonna take it anyway and so I don't know it's not that helpful it's hard (laughs) out here for students um so one thing that I was definitely curious about too so I know also in terms of the application process you need letters of recommendation from like say your previous employers or also um your uh old professors I feel like I personally have been out of school for so long. I have not kept in touch with any of my professors, and I have no idea how I would even get back into that. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely an issue. And I think, like, some of the schools say, you know, if you've been out of school for, like, five years, then you don't need any professors, and some of them don't. But, yeah, it's pretty bizarre. I had, like, a little bit of some issues, um you know getting recommendations but I do think like I you know reached out to some people that I maybe didn't know super well but like you kind of just reintroduce yourself remind them about like how you know them (laughs) and then be like this is what I'm trying to do like would you be willing to kind of help me out and if they say no they say no um but I do feel like professors like that's kind of part of their job yeah and so like as long as hello I'm one of hundreds of people that you've met in the past year but like I don't know recommendation letters like I don't know unless you left a really poor impression on them like you just kind of if you did well in their classes and you kind of can explain to them what your interest is and why you're going to school, like, I think that they can put something together. I don't, I don't know. I, I also feel like... I so nervous when asking yeah. for recommendation letters. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know I'm an average student, but can you write me a really stellar recommendation so I can go to the school? That would be great. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I also feel like in my position where you've, like, worked a job for a while that I felt like my work references matter more because those are really, Uh like, how you're performing in the real world, whereas, like, you're sending your transcripts. Like, you either did well or you didn't or you were average or whatever, but, like, I don't know. 
I guess I feel like if you've been working, it's more valuable to hear what a supervisor has to say than, like, what a professor you took some classes with in college, but... Definitely. My work references would be awesome. I'm a very good employee. (laughs) Very good. Except when I take days off to go sunbathing, (laughs) then I'm a bad employee. Well, now you can do both at the same time. I know. I'm about to. Once the weather hits warm, I'll be working outside every day. Literally. And tanning, because I'm very pale right now. (laughs) Me too. So, obviously, with grad school comes grad school tuition. So, are you applying for scholarships or, like, financial aid or are the parents helping you? I don't know. Some people have that. (laughs) Um, yeah, I feel like that's different probably grad school to grad school. I know for the programs I applied to, like, everyone is considered, you know, for scholarships based on merit, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice because you don't have to, like, do a separate application. Um, and then you can also apply for financial aid, like, to get loans. And then I feel like they also have some – I mean, I know they also have some third-party scholarship applications, so, like, people do that as well. But I honestly didn't realize that – I don't know. I feel like compared to college, it's not quite as expensive, but which is kind of a plus. Yeah, because at that point, you're just paying for classes, right? You're not going to do dorms or... Yeah, I mean, you can. Are you going to do dorms? I don't plan (laughs) to. I don't know what you do for college. Living in dorms in grad school sounds like such a weird concept. I'm sure it would be helpful in terms of focusing and like helping yourself study and meet other people in your program maybe but it just is I think it's more weird to think about if you've like been living on your own for a while and working Mm -hmm. to then go back into living in dorms um yeah just crazy for sure I think if you are someone who like you're starting an intensive program and it's in a new city like it can be really helpful or if you're like an international student but I think, aside from those reasons, like, I don't know. I personally would prefer to live in an apartment, but... Well, the okay. dorms also tend to be more expensive, right? Yeah, I guess it depends where you are. I'm not really sure, but... Maybe. Are you going to participate in student life? You know, join some clubs? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Probably. Some fun clubs. <laughs> you can get back into, like, step or something. Oh, interesting. Yes, perhaps. <laughs> I haven't, you know, thought too much about it, but I'm sure I will. I'm, like, typically an over-involved person, so I'm sure that will continue. <laughs> You're very over-involved. She already is on, like, councils and boards for things just and in like her normal working world? life. Yeah. <laughs> in the regular world? There's in the real world? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know about them. I just don't do them. <laughs> um, Who has the motivation, honestly? <laughs> literally, I'm home all day right now and I can't even exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's hard, though. That's like just fully, you have to motivate yourself to get off the couch and do something. Like, why do that? And I like my couch. It's very comfortable. Yeah, it looks that way. (laughs) What are you most excited or nervous for? I mean, obviously, I know coronavirus throws a huge wrench into schooling at the time, but let's forget that for a minute. Um, (laughs) Are you excited? Are you more nervous to be, like, starting a different schedule and, like, getting back into doing classes, taking tests, doing projects? I mean, 
I think it's hard to just disregard coronavirus because <laughs> I feel like that's what's causing me the most stress is like the worrying about if fall is going to be in person or online or like what's going to happen. Um, I don't know. I mean, unlike Lux, I don't really know about you, but like <laughs> I like school. I don't know. I enjoyed college a lot. I feel like there's a lot of, yeah, again, pros and cons to like working versus school, but I feel, I don't know. I'm excited about going back and like having a change I think yeah I feel like a change is always good personally like and it just kind of like shakes up your life just enough that you especially once you finish school you'll like be more settled in what your plans are Mm -hmm. for sure at least now with the work experience it'll make it easier to do group projects because I know right after high school that shit was hard for me at least now you've dealt with difficult people in the real world and now you know how to deal with them. Right. Definitely. <laughs> well, it's just all that bullshit that it's like in college you think these people owe you their work and their time because they're part of your group. And I feel like in grad school, not that I would assume there's going to be a ton of group projects, but I feel like I would just be like, this person doesn't want to fucking work on it. Then I'm just going to do it myself. Like, it's got to get done, you know? Honestly, if you're doing group projects in grad school and you're not participating, then why are you even in grad school? Like, that would be my question. Exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, ideally, you're just going to meet a lot of really great people who are helpful. But that is the hope. (laughs) I mean, that probably won't happen. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get the odd one or two in the group projects, but crossing our fingers for you that does not happen right all right everybody you know what time of the week it is what time time for worst of the week (laughs) and this week is obviously jess's turn because she is our guest this week yeah so jess what is your worst of the week um tell us your personal hell (laughs) so emma and i moved our quarantine briefly to my family's lake house in new hampshire which has been very nice and today it was like upper 50s maybe even 60 degrees like really sunny beautiful and the lake was really calm so we took some paddle boards out (laughs) and all was going well until we got like we kind of decided we wanted to go around this island and like come back and as we, like, approached the island, it was, like, starting to get windier. But, like, it wasn't out of control, you know. It was, like, pretty manageable. <laughs> and then we get on the other side of the island, and the wind is just, like, out of control. And it's super rocky. And, like, Emma and I are really trying to, like, paddle in the right direction. We and... were going straight into the in- into the wind was the <laughs> Right. Issue. And we, But that was, like, the only way to get home. Um, and we must have been out there for, like, 45 minutes just, like, trying really hard to paddle and I swear I didn't move (laughs) honestly I'm sore right now I'm very sore (laughs) and then things just escalated and then I fell in the water which was like in the 40s maybe like very cold and then got like really freaked out that I was gonna get like hypothermia it was terrifying it felt like we were in a movie (laughs) and like needed to save each other's lives she fell in and I heard her (laughs) scream and I was like I'm coming no and then like i had to take off my like soaking wet sweatshirt and sweatpants (laughs) but luckily emma gave me her dry sweatshirt so then we like paddled to some random person's home and like (laughs) then just started walking and well the funniest (laughs) part about the home was this man was like trying to assist us as best as he could like 
in quarantine stage. So he's standing like six feet away from us and he's like, walk down this road. Maybe you can figure it out down there. If not, come back and I will help you. His wife comes running out and was like, what are you doing? Step away. We're supposed to be in isolation. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't great. But like we happened to be on the road of like someone else that I know and we really lucked out because like we walked all the way to her house and she was just like happened to be leaving and her car was in the driveway and so we like had her call the other people at the house and we eventually got in contact and they came to pick us up but it was truly terrible and I like I told my parents about it and they were like honestly you should be glad that that wasn't a lot worse because we were lucky that it was a nice day and people were out and like we Uh could borrow a phone but like literally it kind of felt like a terrible movie yes I know, you just made it worse for you. Like, imagine no one was out there. You had to call the police or, like, ambulance Well, we didn't have phones. That's truck. the thing, though, is, like... Oh, my God. Yeah, we you were just kind of... a phone? Well, we were in the water. We also didn't expect <laughs> bring a phone. that this was going to happen. Out. I mean, that was the whole issue, is, like, we didn't have a phone, and so no one could come save us because they didn't know where we were. Oh. <laughs> uh. I feel like what would have made it worse is if we definitely didn't have a phone and we had to walk all the way around the lake back to where your house was. That would have taken several hours. Yes. Yeah. So that would have been way worse. How far were you? Miles? No. Yeah, probably like three miles in terms of walking on land. But we also had the paddleboards with us, so we would have had to carry them the whole way. Oh my god, I'm sorry for your experience today. Yeah, so, really pretty terrible. A rough time, but it could have been worse. Definitely, we could have died. That's all we need to learn out of our <laughs> worst of the week. Well. Anyway, I want to take guess. us out? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Alright guys, that's the end of the show. Follow and like us on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter pages. And follow and subscribe to our show pages on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other streaming platforms. Thank you. Yeah, bye. bye. Stay safe, stay dry. <laughs>